Welcome to Mamas in Training, a podcast that gives new moms guidance and community from moms who have been there. I'm Jessica Lorian, a mama in training myself, so let's learn together all about this thing called motherhood. Now us as adults are realizing how our parents really affected us growing up and how how so badly we want to break those generational ties and how bad we just want to shift. My mom didn't have the resources that we have now, you know, social media. I don't think women were as connected as they are now. Like my mom, you know, had her church community and other people that, you know, she probably made friends, but I don't think it was the same. If you're someone who has ever struggled with body confidence, this episode is for you. On the show today, I'm talking to Katie McCarty, a ray of sunshine whose energy just radiates positivity. We are talking about how she has mastered this confidence through her motherhood journey. Katie gives us some tangible steps and tools that we can implement now when we're pregnant that can serve us through delivery and then into our motherhood journey. We talk about the effects of our past and how that influences our body confidence and positivity as well, and how we are the ones that can change the narrative for our future children. Here's Katie. My mom didn't until recently talk about anxiety or mental health or therapy or all of the things that I think you go through in each phase. You just didn't talk about that. You either worked or you were a homemaker and you you had to enjoy being a homemaker. And so growing up, I just thought that's what I had to do. I had to be at home. I had to love every single minute of it. I, my, I had to have dinner on the table as soon as my husband got home. And my house had to be immaculate because that's what my grandmother did. That's what my mom did. And I'm learning that is not happening. And I just, that's just not, it's not possible. And it's a new day and age. It's a new everything. Right. But I think so often that's what women are, we're constantly looking that way. We're constantly looking back and being, well, if my mom did it that way, I have to do it that way. And I'm no, 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 no. Create your own path. Take some of the good nuggets. Take some of those things. Absolutely. But look inward and be like, how do I want a parent? Take what you learned from your childhood, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then, you know, find things that work best for your family. And I'm just, that just drives me crazy that we're constantly looking to the past or trying to do it how our parents did it. But it just, it doesn't work most of the time. Or it just winds up creating so much guilt and shame inside us women. And then I feel like that just spirals down and down and down, which again, then creates even more issues. Yeah. Now, connecting back to the past, do you think that any sort of body positivity or shaming or experiences that you experienced as a child or maybe that your mother or your grandmother experienced has trickled down to either the way that you are or the way that you've decided not to be? Totally. Um, I, my mom, I don't know if my grandmother was ever this way. Well, my grandmother grew up 
Catholic and very rigid. She went to Catholic school and she tells the horror stories of her childhood growing up because it was so rigid and structured and just all of those things. And so I feel like my grandmother kind of swayed because of her childhood. She kind of, you know, went a different way. My mom had a very not so great childhood and she constantly would look in the mirror or say out loud how fat she was, how ugly she was. She was constantly just saying these things about herself and she still does it. She still does it to this day out loud. Oh my gosh, I just hate myself. Oh my gosh, I just hate how I look. I just hate how I feel Mm -hmm. and all of these things. And I remember just thinking as a little girl, I have the same body type as my mom does. We're both kind of, I'm very petite, but I'm also very curvy. And I just constantly remember thinking like, well, if my mom is saying those things about herself, I look like my mom. So I must also feel that same way and it was always really hard because my mom was always critiquing always fixing always just kind of like nitpicking oh you know you got to dress like this oh fix your shirt oh fix your hair oh 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 and she still does it to me sometimes and I'm just like leave me alone um I'm an adult (laughs) right seriously (laughs) get out of my business um but like it I just it drives me crazy. And I have two daughters. And I remember saying to my husband right after I had my first daughter, if I ever sound like my mom or talk like my mom, you need to just stop me in my tracks because I refuse to let my daughter, even if I am having, you know, just kind of a bad, you know, body image day. I don't want to ever say out loud to my daughter how I'm feeling because our kids are sponges. And I soaked that up for the longest time. I was always so self-conscious of how I looked and I always compared myself. I'm like, well, I don't look like her. I must be ugly. I'm never gonna find I'm never gonna find someone who loves me because I don't look like that. I am curvy. I'm not tall and skinny. Well, I love that you were able to experience that as a child and then recognize it as an adult. And then when mm-hmm. you became a mom and especially a mom to two females and males, I think it's important. Totally. I don't think we totally. talk about that enough too. And you've sort of shifted the narrative for yourself and your future family. I mean yeah. So today we're talking all about body confidence, and let me just say that your smile, your energy, it just radiates out of everything that you do. Thank you. And that's what was, you know, why I was so drawn to you. I mean, your your reels on Instagram, I should say, express this confidence and this positivity like none other. Two of my favorites, I hope everyone goes to check them out, is I Got a Mommy Body, the song. Yep. I Got a Mommy Body, so, so good. And then um, the little voiceover of I Like Myself Today. Like, oh, yep. thanks for liking me, but, but I already liked myself today. So yep. yours is just extra. Yep. I just think it's really important. And, you know, through the story that you experienced, how would you say that new moms, as they're sort of, whether they're pregnant or they're just postpartum, how should they turn the narrative around for themselves? That's a really, that's a really good question. Um, 
I think one is give yourself grace a little bit. There's there's such this culture of needing to get right back to who you were right after you had a baby. This bounce back culture, this snap back culture that is really, really prominent. And it makes my blood boil. And I, I recognize that everybody is different and that everybody is going to respond to postpartum life differently. I respect that because there are some women whose bodies do go back to their, you know, pre pregnancy like image pretty quickly. Um, but I feel like so often women just will try to do so many things shortly after having a baby to get back to where they were. But then I have to realize, and I said this in the body real, that I am no longer that person anymore. I am not even nine months ago. I am not the same person, like physically and mentally and everything has changed now. I am not that same person. And I think that's something that we need to remember too, is like, we now are completely different people. We're now a mom and our bodies have changed and they probably will never really look the same. Like you're going to have things on your body that have shifted and changed. And I think it's just loving yourself in the moment instead of constantly wishing to go back or you know, wishing to be however many months postpartum because then you can work out or hopefully things will have kind of, you know, shifted or changed. But just loving yourself in this moment and Mm -hmm. enjoying this moment and this phase of your life because every, every part of it is beautiful and that each season is you're going to have changes too. You're going to have more changes if you have other children as well. Your body is also going to change. And as you go through seasons of life, your body isn't linear. That's not how your body works. Your Mm -hmm. hormones aren't linear. There are ebbs and flows to all of it. And I think if we embrace that, the fluidity of how our bodies and life is constantly changing, that kind of puts in this perspective, oh, I'm not just on this, you know, upward scale of life that you're going to constantly go up and down and buy the bigger pants, just buy the bigger (laughs) pants, forget about the size of the pants, just buy the pants, just buy the bigger pants, you're going to love yourself better anyways, because they fit and you feel good. So just buy the bigger pants and love yourself in the moment. And I feel like that kind of just helps. I love that. Now, I think it's important for everyone to know that you briefly mentioned earlier, but you're the mom of four kids. And not only that, but you had three in three years. So you know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, And I mean, it's impossible for you to assume that having three children in three years that you could ever go back to something that you were. And I think that's beautiful that you said, you know, yeah, it's this new normal and it's a beautiful new normal. Yeah. Now, you mentioned a little bit your experience with your mom and in all of that from your past, but did anything else happen in your life through having those first three kids and then even the fourth that inspired you to share this body confidence and this positivity with the world? Yeah. So my third was an oopsie baby. <laughs> so my two boys are 17 months apart and that was just 
hard. My third baby was my hardest pregnancy. He was just, it was just really hard because I hadn't, my body hadn't had a chance to breathe after the babies. And so I remember I was probably, let's see, August, September, October, I was probably five, six months postpartum after my third baby. And I remember looking myself in the mirror and being like, I don't recognize myself. I was at my heaviest weight. Mentally, my anxiety and depression had skyrocketed. And it was just kind of, I hate that I had to kind of get to that point. But I, I finally just looked at myself, something has got to give. Because I was putting myself on the back burner. I was giving and giving and giving to my now three very small children. And I was just, I had let myself go. I was no longer taking care of myself. And I finally was like, I can't do this anymore. I didn't rhyme. I, I became very reclusive. And that is not my personality. I am very outgoing. I love to socialize. And I hadn't done any of that. And even my husband was like, you are not okay. He could just see that I was just not my normal self. And so he was like, you need to do find something. I don't care what it is, but you need to do something for yourself. And that was just kind of a big wake up call because I hadn't done any of that. I hadn't allowed myself to put me first because I was, well, how am I, how am I supposed to do that? I have three little kids now. How am I going to make the time? But I finally was like, I have to make the time. I have to make the time to do that. So I bought a membership to a gym and I just was like, I'm going to do this three days a week for an hour. I started and I didn't do it in my home. I physically left my house and went somewhere else for me time for an hour, three days a week. And it, it changed everything because one, I realized how much I loved working out and how much my body needed that, but I was getting out of the house and separating myself from my kids and my family, which I realized even if I wasn't working out, just that hour being out of my house and being able to do whatever I wanted. Yeah. Taking off huge, that mom hat. Which is huge. For a exactly. Yeah. And um, so then I started sharing my weight loss journey a little bit, kind of, you know, as as that happened. And I saw just how much how much women just loved how how many women responded to it it was a journey of multiple things it wasn't just about the weight loss but I finally found myself again you know I was I had been living kind of just in this cloud we're not talking about getting a membership going to the gym and losing weight that's not what this is about this is about giving yourself that permission like we just yes. talked about to take off that mom hat to do something for yourself and and whatever for other way pe- that looks like because that looks that's, like that's different for everyone exactly um, whether that's even it, just getting some fresh air and going yes, for a walk and if like weight loss happens as a result that's fantastic right, but right not the not the initial goal 
I mean, what what do you think no. is the importance of pregnant women, new moms, anyone just like me, mamas in training, to just see the reality of a postpartum body online and in these this you know social media world? What do you think the, is the importance of that? I just I remember being a new mom, and when I had my first daughter, my first just being like, I didn't feel like I saw anyone who looked like me. I had a lot of friends who we all had kids around the same time. And all I saw was the bliss, you know, the curated nursery pictures, or just talking about how amazing it was. Yes, it is incredible. You kind of are in this, you know, you're kind of in this new world when you do have that brand new baby. But I didn't see anyone talking about how painful it was to nurse. I would mm-hmm. sob and cry and I hated it. I didn't see anyone talking about that. I wasn't prepared. My, I love my midwife, but there was no preparation. Your body has now changed. There was no talk about here's not only what's going to happen when you're pregnant, but here's what's going to happen after you have a baby. Mm-hmm. Here's like... Here's what to expect for that. I had no idea. So when I looked in the mirror postpartum, I'm like, uh, (laughs) I, I, you know, I was so shocked because you kind of just assumed that your body is just going to, you know, go right back to what it was. And I'm, I'm still here, you know, a year later or whatever. Um, And I feel postpartum just doesn't end after your six week checkup. Right. You know, it can, it can go on for years. You're still in postpartum. After you've had a baby, you're postpartum. Things have changed. Exactly. Because I feel like you're, I mean, we talked about your body is just going to constantly shift. And as your children grow, you're just in, you're in different phases of life, but that doesn't disqualify you from experiencing postpartum things. On your page, you talk a lot about that vision of yourself postpartum as being a trauma as an actual trauma that your body goes through. What would you say was your body experience as you transitioned through pregnancy and motherhood? Did it seem to happen overnight? Was it a gradual thing? What was, what was that experience for you and your body as you saw it? I think it was definitely gradual after my third one. And then going into us trying for a fourth, I feel like it was just kind of learning and understanding that I, I, I got to stop h- hating this time of my life. I've got to stop um, resenting certain things about, you know, how things went down either during labor and delivery or, you know, constantly just complaining You know, oh my gosh, it's so hard. Oh my gosh, this. Oh my gosh, I wish, I wish, I wish, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't overnight. And I'm kind of, I don't think that happens for a lot of people. It takes months for you to realize, okay, you know, one day at a time, looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, I love where I'm at today. I love this part of my body today. Um, And just taking those baby steps. And then, you know, you finally, that kind of shifts your mindset too from, yes, you're now a mother, but you are still a woman and you still, you know, 
that doesn't being a mother doesn't disqualify you from still wanting to do things or feel certain ways. But I'm grateful for that because then I kind of was allowed, I allowed myself to kind of get there. I could give myself grace along the way, even though it wasn't always easy. And most of the time it was really hard. We'll be right back. This episode of Mamas in Training is supported by Nussle, Mama's Milk Wrap, a full coverage, hands-free pumping and breastfeeding aid. With its soft fabric, the Nussle wraps around your torso, providing moist heat therapy to encourage letdown of your breast milk. While doctors usually recommend hot showers to encourage milk production, the Nussle allows you to have complete coverage, stay dry, and fold your laundry at the same time. When you're ready to start the dry up process, simply pop it in the freezer for 30 minutes and lay it across your chest. The cold compression of the Nussle signals the brain that the breasts are full and slows production. One Nussle mama says that her dry up time has gone from one year to less than one month. Heat and cold therapy of the Nussle lasts 20 to 30 minutes and can be used on other parts of your body for pelvic pain or back pain. One client even said that her teenage daughter uses it for her period cramps. The Nussle is perfect for the entire household. It's also an ideal baby shower gift. It can be used right away as a pregnancy belly support and a postpartum belly compression. Nussle is with you throughout your entire motherhood journey and beyond. If that wasn't enough, the Nussle also comes with a free lactation consultation with one of their team experts. Nussle Mama's Milk Wrap is a product and a service for only $59.95. And just for listeners of this podcast, they are offering 15% off. So go to mamasmilkwrap.com and enter the promo code MAMASINTRAINING to grab your Nussle and 15% off. Now back to the show. What are some ways you think that women can prepare themselves for those physical changes if there is any sort of preparation? Or is it just knowledge of, you know, knowing to have grace and seeing people like yourself sharing their experiences? Positive affirmations. I am statements in the mirror when you're pregnant. And I think that really helps because then you're kind of mentally prepared. You've got that already going in your head. I'm strong and I am beautiful. But you but you phrase it like I am beautiful now. I am beautiful right in now. Present, in this yeah. moment, I am beautiful. And my body is powerful. My body is strong. And you talk about your body in a very positive way. You say positive things to your body and you say them out loud because, you know, you want it when you actually verbalize it. That's when it feels the strongest, because if you're still thinking those negative things, it's still going to give you that negative energy. But if you can voice the positive and actually say it out loud to yourself, then that's going to shift. And those negatives are going to slowly kind of go away because you're giving the positive the power because mm -hmm. you're saying it out loud. I love and the I Wayne Dyer quote, as you think, so shall you be. Yeah. And I remind myself of that all the time, you know. And, and we don't realize that, how strong that is, how strong that is. Absolutely. I mean, can you imagine if you woke up every morning and said something like, 
my body is a temple. I'm building a human and it's strong and it's powerful. Those words being reassured and cemented into your brain over and over again. I'm reading The Secret right now and I listened to The Greatest Secret. You know, those books are by Rhonda Byrne. If anyone wants to listen, they're so, so good. And I really believe in all of that positivity, that law of attraction. Oh, totally. I've been, I've really kind of focused on personal development in this last year. And I think that has definitely helped um, because learning just how powerful our brains are and, you know, even just my energy. I've, I've said this before, us as moms and women, we are the energy of our homes. And if we are depending on how we are feeling and what we are doing and what we are putting out, we, we, a lot of the times we don't realize, but that affects our children and our husbands and just the overall feeling in our home. And I've, I've realized that I've kind of taken a step back. You know, I look back on the days that were the best. It's because I was having probably a really good day that day. And then other days it was probably a really high anxiety day or whatever it may be. And it affects my kids and Mm -hmm. it affects my husband. And it just, you know, so I I truly believe that if we're constantly nourishing our brains and our bodies with those things, plugging in to personal development 20 to 30 minutes a day, even if you just put sticky notes on your mirror in your bathroom or wherever you're going to see yourself and you look at those on a daily basis, or I even on my phone have manifestations as my lock screen. I I see it every single day. I'm not saying them out loud, but those are, that's what I've manifested for the year. And so it kind of hypes me up every time I look at my phone. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I'm working for. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to accomplish. And it's been so huge. I think it's important too, with pregnant women specifically, There is so much to be concerned, worried, anxious, nervous about, right? Yeah. But I think if instead we shift the narrative to the control that you have, to the power that your body has, to the healing ability that it has, then you can prep and plan, but you you never know what's going to happen, right? Right, right. And so then when those moments come, it's just sort of water off the ducks behind, you know what I mean? It's just going to roll right off of you and you'll be able to sort of navigate those twists and turns so much easier if you have a positive mindset. Yeah. And I know for you, I was reading with your fourth child, your daughter, Georgia, Mm -hmm. um, you had a really, really traumatic experience. You had trouble getting pregnant with her. Mm -hmm. You were then at 39 weeks and you had quite the scary birth story. Yeah, You got a rare strain of group strep A in your placenta, which caused a high risk pregnancy. And I mean, this story reading it was just heartbreaking. As I was reading that story, I thought that's even more of a reason to love your body because what your body did at that moment So just to kind of catch everybody up, what happened, and you can correct me, Katie, please, if I'm wrong, but what I understand (laughs) happened is your body stopped having contractions in order to go right to the infection and protect you, Katie, the mom, right? Yeah. And so then you weren't able to give birth, your levels in your body are rising and all of this craziness is happening. What an amazing experience that your body is strong enough and beautiful enough and so unbelievably made that it knew that it had to protect this this child and it had to focus on healing you first I mean yes I just think you know 
we can beat ourselves up all the time about being 10 pounds heavier, 10 pounds lighter, feeling this, feeling that, Mm -hmm. all of that. But what an amazing thing that we have that that we are. So my entire pregnancy with Georgia, I had this feeling that she was going to be early, which is weird because I have been induced with all of my other kids. I just had this feeling she's going to be early, which it was just, I kind of just wrote off for a long time. And we don't know how the infection got into my body or how long it was there. My midwife, when we were in labor and delivery with her, she was like, your body is incredible. You listen to your instincts and you came in and your body is doing exactly what it needs to be doing right now. Your body is trying to keep you and this little baby safe. I listened to my body and I think that's so powerful. It's so easy to get opinions from everyone. And it's so easy to go to Dr. Google and like look up mm-hmm. all of the things. <laughs> it's like this double-edged sword. But I feel like so often we forget to look inward. We have to be willing to listen to. I yes. think that's part of it, you know? Yeah, we, do. we have to be willing to maybe sit with ourselves. And maybe that's part of your affirmations or your yeah. little quiet time alone. And I think something maybe that pregnant women and new moms could do, especially pregnant women, you know, get into the habit of taking five minutes or whatever it can be to sit and feel and listen to your body and what it's telling you. Yes. Keeping that line of communication open too. That's one thing that I've really learned that my voice is powerful. If I do feel, you know, something is off or if I'm just not feeling like myself, that there is no shame in voicing. This is how I'm feeling. You know, it's it get, it's so easy to feel like it'll pass. I'll be okay. And it's easy to kind of shove those feelings down because we don't, we want, again, kind of, we want everyone to see that we're enjoying pregnancy and it's this beautiful, wonderful time. But know that it's okay to feel all of the feelings and to feel them, feel the feelings when you're sitting, feel all of it, feel the anxiousness, recognize those feelings that you're going to feel and then voice. Okay. The anxiety is getting worse. The depression is getting worse. I don't know how to cope now feeling it and recognizing it and listening to our bodies. I wish I would have figured that out. Like, years ago. If you could go back in time and tell your pregnant self something, what would it be? (sighs) To find like-minded women, um, to find a family or a tribe, because especially when you have that new baby it's very isolating and it can be very, very lonely. And especially right now, it's even more lonely and it's even more scary. So take this opportunity to build an online tribe. Find people who are going through the exact same things that you're going through and link arms with them. And, you know, make it a safe space where you can vocalize how you're feeling 
and know that there's no shame or guilt in that because I shoved my feelings down for a very, very long time because I felt I didn't have that. I didn't have people I could talk to other than my husband. And he doesn't really super understand how I'm feeling. And I really wish I would have had people in my corner to be like, you know what, what you're going through is normal, or that's not normal. Maybe you should go see some help. I'm here with you. I see you. I feel you just validating those things that you go through. Because sometimes that's just what we need. We need that validation that like, yep, I'm an emotional psychopath today. Okay, this is super normal. My hormones are all over the place. And it's okay to feel this way. It is not, it's not bad to feel these things. And I think that ties right back into what we were saying in the beginning about this is a new normal. You're not the same Katie you were before. You're not the same whoever you were before. Just as you just brought a life into this world and bore a child, you also bore a mom. You know, you bore Mm -hmm. a mother and you're never going to be the same in a beautiful, beautiful way. Yeah. What is the most beautiful part of motherhood? Lately, it's been kind of just watching my kids become their own little people. I love just kind of sometimes just staring at my kids and just watching they're trying to figure out like what is going on in your little brain what are you thinking I sometimes wish we could just go inside their brains mm-hmm. and just watch them sometimes yeah um and I think it's just it's just beautiful to watch them come into their own little people and that you know I'm not a perfect mom by any means But at the end of the day, I know that my kids are loved and that they're safe. And like, sometimes that is all that we really need to know. It's so easy to just get in the comparison trap. And it's so easy to feel like a super crappy mom. Mm -hmm. And then my daughter will come up to me and be like, I love you. You're the best. And I'm just like... (laughs) Okay, you're you're doing something right. Comparison is the thief of joy, I think. It truly is. And sometimes social media doesn't make it super easy to do that. We can't compare our hearts to their hearts. They might not show their hard times. They might not talk about it. But I can guarantee you that they probably struggle just like you do. They have hard times in different ways. And we can't compare that. We can't compare the hard times that we go through, but it doesn't invalidate your heart or their heart either. It's just hard. Motherhood is hard. And we just need to link arms and just support each other instead of tearing each other apart because we're going through something differently than they are. Well, Katie, thank you so much for being such a light and a ray of sunshine in that social media world and spreading such positivity. I know that the mamas listening and the mamas in training listening, I, I know that they've learned a lot from you and just you. you know loving yourself and who you are and having that confidence and positivity. You've given us some really wonderful tools that I hope a lot of them will, will take to heart. Um, Thank you. I'm so grateful that we've connected. How can people find Me you too. if they want to connect a little more? I am primarily on Instagram. So it's just katie.mccarty on Instagram. 
and I am on Clubhouse too. I run a lot of postpartum rooms on Clubhouse. So if you're on that app, you can find me again, just Katie McCarty over there. And that's just another great way to share and embrace each other's journeys and to truly be in the moment um, with other moms and women and to truly feel validated in how you feel and in your feelings. So those are the two places I'm at. And my, my DMs are always open if you ever have questions or need a listening ear. I'm always here. Amazing. Thank you so much, Katie. I really appreciate it. Thank you. As Katie was highlighting the importance of community, if you're looking for one, hop on over to Facebook and join us at Mamas in Training. We're building a cozy, welcoming community for women just like you to share and lift each other up. I hope to see you there. If you enjoyed the show today, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so I know how to better serve you. I'd also love for you to join our community of Mamas in Training on Facebook. You can find me at Mamas in Training on Instagram and at mamasintraining.com. For Mamas in Training, I'm Jessica Lorian. We're in this together.